At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, what's going on, Grid? This is Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Second hour of the Pro Football Rewind, the only place that goes forward in reverse, analyzing the day's events in the league and applying them to all of your fantasy football needs, whether it be season-long, DFS, or your sports investments. My name is Matt Stryker. Joining me from his palatial estate in parts unknown is the one and only Davis Maddock. Davis, let's break down these 4 p.m. games, albeit only three of them. A lot to unpack. I guess we could start with this Arizona and San Francisco game. Take it away. So the ending to this game, let me let me tell you this. The first thing is you should be betting Arizona games on Monday, not uh, not on Sunday. You should you should not be waiting for the the closing line value on these games because the 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 public, the the wider sports investments uh, world, they, they've picked up on the fact that uh, the Arizona Cardinals are much better than their record indicates. No team has been better against the spread this year than the Arizona Cardinals. And if you grade this game against the open line and not the closing line uh it opened at 13 and a half it closed at 10 or 10 and a half depending on your book they were able to cover so the last play of this game the arizona cardinals are going for the uh the lateral play the the hook and ladder whatever you want to call it and of you know of course as always happens on this play someone fumbles the defense (laughs) is able to pick it up it the ball scoots i think probably what do you think about 30 yards back down the field the 49ers scoop it up they go and score if your fantasy league was uh decided on on that if your matchup was decided on that uh, I apologize to you I, I cannot imagine how tilted I would be if that happened to me I also can't imagine how tilted I would be if I did not bet Arizona every single Monday you know as uh, I has just become my uh, part of my Monday routine but uh, yeah I mean Arizona just gonna keep covering against teams because that's what they do Absolutely. And on the other side, I know there are a lot of people that are high on San Francisco based on the record and rightfully so. But talk to me a little bit about the tight end position there with Kittle sitting out. How interested are you in San Francisco's tight end now? 
I'm not particularly interested in Ross Dwelly. He just he's you know, he's not very athletic. He was not targeted uh, a ton in this game. He did score the two touchdowns down there in the red zone. And, you know, the 49ers do have those plays in their playbook, you know, just the the rollout, the uh, the play action plays that they have designed to the tight end. So that's not particularly surprising. And if you started Dwelly this week, if you played him in DFS, you know, good on you. But he he is not a guy I am so much interested in adding moving forward. Good on you. I like that. All right. So if Emmanuel Sanders remains doubtful, questionable and out, is Debo Samuels the guy that you would pivot to in San Francisco? Yeah, I mean, Debo just crushed in this game. You know, uh, Emmanuel Sanders was active. Uh, I believe he only had three for 32 in this game, which is uh, certainly a far cry from what you would uh, have expected for him. Uh, he was actually out-targeted by the fullback, Kyle Juszczyk, who had seven targets for 63 yards. Debo had 10 targets for 138 yards, uh, had a couple very nice 20-yard receptions. I, I think Debo is seeming like he is kind of evolved into uh, the top pass catcher in this offense after Emmanuel Sanders was injured last week Debo kind of took over the passing game seemed like he was uh, you know just knew where Jimmy needed him to be was able to secure all of his targets so yeah I mean if Debo is out there on your waiver wire and he probably is not but if he is I you know I think he would be a pretty solid ad this week Nice. So from the 1 p.m., John Brown has been spoken highly of. Don't know he's going to be out there, but from the 4 p.m. already, Debo Samuel's in the wide receiver category. It's it's going to be a fun second hour here. Cincinnati and Oakland, they fell under, and it was one of those games where yeah, Oakland comes away 17-10, to 10, but there was a, a bigger picture here from Oakland's perspective. Do you agree? Yeah, and I mean, uh, I, I have to admit, I did like the Cincinnati side of this game, despite the fact that they are uh, clearly tanking for the number one selection in the NFL draft. And the reason is, as we kind of spoke of a little bit earlier in our first hour, is when the Raiders get up, they just want to kill the clock. They want to give the ball to Josh Jacobs. They want to throw the ball short. And, and part of it also is John Gruden's offense. Uh, you know, people people kind of think of Gruden as like this funny guy. He was on TV, says a lot of, you know, uh, you know kind of weird things. But John Gruden is football smart even if he doesn't make a ton of great personnel decisions in fact i think he's made some pretty poor personnel decisions as the general manager kind of of the uh, oakland raiders but he's a really smart football guy and he was one of the innovators of the west coast offense in you know the 1990s and the 2000s in the nfl and, and people do forget that they forget that he is a smart football guy and and one of the key tenets of the west coast offense is just successful plays these offenses want to rack up plays where the clock is not stopped and where they are not losing yards or not turning the ball over. So that's been that's been huge because Derek Carr is really good in that system where he has very simple throws. He has one read on offense, and then if that read is not there, he checks it down to the tight end. If the tight end check down is not there, he checks it down to the running back. So that's good for the Raiders. It's very bad for betting overs, and it's very bad if the Raiders are double-digit favorites. Absolutely. And you covered a lot of ground there, but from a season long and a DFS perspective. So there was a point in the game where the Raiders were first in goal. They came in with a power package. So if you have a Josh Jacobs owner here, you're feeling good about it. And then they took a silly, silly uh, penalty in a neutral zone, pushes them back. They changed the personnel. And I think that's something you have to be aware of. There are options here, but like Davis said, the check down and the way it goes in the order, the obvious people to own are there. Now on the other side, last week you brought up something interesting saying how Cincinnati was just going to be in these games where they don't aren't competitive that Joe Mixon is actually valuable and to your point Joe Mixon ranks as the sixth fantasy running back today can you talk a little bit more about your mindset here so starting the year, Zach Taylor really did want to implement kind of a passing offense as they had in Los Angeles. He wanted to be throwing deep to John Ross. I think that he was really interested in using A.J. Green, very similar to the role that we are seeing Cooper Cup being used in this year and the role that Brandon Cooks played in last year. And then using Tyler Boyd in that Robert Woods role where he was playing basically the possession guy, you know, a lot of those slant routes, a lot of the screens, uh, a lot of jet 
motion. And basically, they tried it for three weeks, and it went pretty well. Andy Dalton was playing pretty well for three weeks, despite the fact that Cincinnati was losing. You know, they, they people forget they were very competitive in that Seattle game. John Ross had two absolutely massive games. Tyler Boyd was playing well, and it just all started to crumble. Basically, they were not able to run the ball at all. Andy Dalton got a little bit worse, and Andy Dalton just was not quite right for the system because, you know, we all make fun of Jared Goff, but Jared Goff is a very accurate passer. He just is a poor decision maker, but Sean McVay has made it really easy for him to make decisions or as easy as possible. But Andy Dalton is, uh, you know, he's a decent decision maker, but he doesn't really have the gun, right? He just doesn't really have the arm to make a lot of the throws, uh, you know, and I think Andy Dalton's fine, you know, whatever. He, he will probably start another five years in the NFL, but uh, when they decided to go and turn to Ryan Finley, basically to me, they were signaling, okay, all of that was really nice. It was nice for us to try. We did our best. It's not going to work. So what we're going to do now is we're just going to go back to, you know, the vanilla offense, the most vanilla thing they can do. Hey, nothing wrong with vanilla. It all depends on what you put on top of it. So out of the three, four o'clock games, two of them went under. And when we come back, we're going to discuss a game, the final four o'clock game that was a huge contributor to the under. We're going to talk about some of the strategies that this team employed and how we can use them moving forward. This is the Pro Football Rewind. He's Davis Maddock. I'm Matt Stryker. We're coming right back. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Michael Anthony and David Roth, known as Van Halen. This is the Pro Football Rewind. I am known in certain circles as Matt Stryker. He is known around the world as Davis Maddock. We're breaking down the 4 p.m. games here, and we arrive at this final one that had an over-under of 44.5, and it fell well shy, although the uh, favorite team did cover laying the four, talking about New England and Philadelphia. Now, Davis, in this game, it really seemed that Tom Brady was content to just stay underneath, really didn't want to challenge the secondary of Philadelphia. And I ask you, why? 
Well, I mean, I am not a Patriots backer. I, I did bet them in this game because I think the Eagles are super overrated, super fraudulent. But I think that the Patriots are going to have a tough time against the Chiefs, against the Ravens, uh, you know, in the Super Bowl against, you know, some of these really good NFC teams like Dallas, uh, you know, uh, like like the Saints, even like the Seahawks, because as Tom Brady has gotten older, uh, obviously it's a little bit harder for him to push the ball down the field. But also the organization has not done a great job of surrounding him with weapons they wasted a first round pick on sony michelle and you kind of look around at the offense right now and we have Edelman, who has these short routes. Uh, we have Philip Dorsett, who actually left injured in this game, uh, who is really a one-dimensional guy, and I guess that's kind of their deep threat. But uh, overall, you know, Mohamed Sanu, he's more of an underneath guy. Overall, this offense is just kind of devoid of playmakers, so a lot of it does fall on the coaches to be pitch perfect. You know, the coaches, they they like Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, they cannot afford to have a bad game, because if they have a bad game, they don't have the players to bail them out, and we saw that against uh, against Baltimore they just did not have the answers on defense and you know if, they, if the coaches don't have the answers the players have to come up with it and uh, in this game it was just a matter of Belichick is better than Doug Peterson but I don't necessarily think this was a game that Tom Brady you know just was a was a warrior with the will to win it was more just the Eagles are not very good yeah and some could say that a couple of Eagles receivers may have dropped some touchdown passes but I want to go back to what you kind of touched on here that you know bringing in a guy like Sanu who's an underneath guy and if Brady can't necessarily stretch the field anymore uh, would a tight end in New England jump out at you I know they don't generally like to use him in the offense but maybe there could be some value. If they had a tight end who was uh, mobile, if they had a tight end who could move, you know, for example, uh, you know, that uh, that Jacob Hollister guy for the Seahawks, he, he looks like he can move around a little bit. He looks decent. Well, it uh, turns out he was on the Patriots roster and they cut him so that they could use guys that they ended up cutting. You know, Matt Lacoste had two targets in this game. He had three receiving yards. Ben Watson had four targets in this game, uh, 52 receiving yards. You know, I, I guess that's OK. He's a guy uh, if you played in a two tight end league, a four. 14-team league, a 16-team league, sure. Ben Watson probably deserves to be rostered, uh, you know, even if uh, the the ceiling, though, with Ben Watson is just, it's completely non-existent because what they're doing now is they're just using Mohamed Sanu and uh, I think probably in Keel Harry more like tight ends, you know, having them run uh, close to the line of scrimmage and, and a lot of slants as opposed to, you know, using real tight ends now. Yeah, giving Tom Brady those release valves. But anyway, you look at it, the Patriots record still speaks for itself. And that shifts our focus to the postseason, to the playoffs. So even though I know it is now coming up only on week 12, I always like to look at if the season ended today. And I always like to look at the wild card teams and the teams that are in the hunt because I always feel that I can get some DFS value. So, as of now, if the season ended today in the AFC, the Bills will be playing the Chiefs. Okay, fair enough. And the Texans will be playing the Colts. On the outside looking in would be these Oakland Raiders. Here's the rest of the Raiders' schedule. The New York Jets, Kansas City, Tennessee, Jacksonville, the Chargers, and Denver. I think there's four wins there, and I think even Oakland can run the rest of the last three and win out. If they do that, do you think that's the team that gets into the playoffs? Yeah, I, I actually think it seems more likely than not that they can because I don't think that the Titans are going to make the playoffs. Uh, I definitely think that uh, one of the Colts or the Texans is not going to win that division and not be able to make the wild card. You know, if the Colts, they started out the season very strong, but they've kind of showed us over the last few weeks, uh, you know, this uh, this uh, the loss to the Dolphins, I thought was, you know, not great. And, and I know that they did blow the Jaguars out today. And of course, the Texans play one of the most difficult matchups that they could play. But, you know, if I had to pick the wild card situation in the AFC, I, I definitely think that, you know, I would take the Raiders likely over, I mean, definitely over the Steelers, definitely over the Browns, definitely over the Chargers. The the team that could end up pushing them, actually, it's probably going to be the Bills and it's probably going to be the Colts. So they just need one of those teams to falter. And it's interesting because uh, after Oakland visits the Jets, or uh, maybe New York goes there, Oakland plays Kansas City and Tennessee, and those games will have direct playoff implications. And I love those kind of games, especially when I'm making like my, maybe I'm making 15 lineups for the day on my 13th, 14th, and 15th lineup is where I really jump into those games. All right, in the NFC, the wild card side would be the Seahawks against the Cowboys. 
and then the Vikings and the Saints. And on the outside looking in are the Rams. So outside of what the Rams are doing this evening, let's look at what they have left. They have Baltimore, then they have Arizona, Seattle, Dallas, San Francisco, and Arizona again. You would think they lose to Baltimore, lose yeah, to... Yeah, they're done. The, the Rams, they can't make... They, there's I mean, no they way. beat they Dallas. The they probably do beat Dallas, though, right? Uh, I mean, even if they do beat Dallas, even if they do beat Dallas, I think Dallas is pretty much locked into winning their division now uh, with this with this Eagles loss. They're they're two games up on uh, on Philadelphia now, but uh, the Rams, they they have to be they have to win this game against the Bears and they're going to have to beat Seattle. Probably I I could see that that Seattle game being a a win and get in game for for both teams. So so that could be, you know, the 49ers have won the division and then, uh, you know, maybe there's a a, a, the the last wild card spot is up for grabs there. And, uh, you know, if you're giving me Jared Goff versus Russell Wilson in uh, what essentially boils down to a playoff game, I mean, come on, we're, we're going Russell Wilson all day. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the implication here is that the NFC is probably a little tightly wound more so than the AFC. Right. So you look at a team like Minnesota now, and you look at a guy like Kirk Cousins, who a lot of people have been making a lot of money with all, all formats, right? Do you start to, Fade off of Kirk Cousins because it looks like Minnesota has it locked up. You maybe look at a Madison there to maybe relieve some of the pressure off of Dalvin. Thoughts? Oh, Madison is a guy. I mean, if you if Madison is out there in your fantasy league and you're listening to this as a podcast, you're watching us on Zumo TV right now, you know, maybe the sports grid Instagram or YouTube. Stop what you're doing. Pause this video. Pause the podcast. Go to your fantasy app and go at Alexander Madison right now because Dalvin Cook, you know, if he gets nicked, if Dalvin Cook gets rested in week 16 or 17, anything like that, (laughs) Alexander Madison is just he is an instant running back one. So, you know, and I think Tony Pollard for Dallas as as long as we are talking about NFC teams Rashad Penny for the Seattle Seahawks is another guy Uh, you know they're they're just some situations where with one injury these guys do become just immediate running back ones and Alexander Madison is definitely one of them absolutely and when you start to look at the playoff picture you can kind of start to assess a little bit that who's going to have a workload taken off of them as teams begin to cruise and look forward to the postseason and that's what we're all playing for playing for the postseason in all of our season-long leagues. And, of course, in DFS and sports investments, we want to win. So, Davis, looking at this NFC teams that are in the hunt, outside of the Rams and the Eagles, I mean, there there's nothing here. The NFC is what it is, and from here on in, you're just trying to work your waiver wire and trying to get the best out of what's available, right? Yeah, I mean, if the Panthers had won today, theoretically, there would be a little bit more. But, you know, the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Packers and the Saints are locked into the playoffs. So we're really looking at the Eagles, the Seahawks, the Vikings fighting for those last spots. And for the Eagles to get that spot, I mean, they are going to have to go on, uh, you know, they're going to have to go on a tear like like the 2017 tear where they basically just beat everyone who uh, who came up against them. And, uh, you know, I, I don't quite think that they have that in them all right fair enough uh when we come back we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into some pickups and some drop-offs and uh also if davis is inclined i want to talk a little bit about some defenses because i think that oftentimes defenses can be overlooked and also looking at the way the rest of the season's playing out who's in the playoffs who's out so on and so forth that can really help us in a lot of our dfs and even our season long if you're streaming defenses whatever it is you're doing make sure you're doing it right Come on back with the Pro Football Rewind. I'm Matt Stryker. Davis Maddock is here. We're going to make sure that you have everything you need, ladies and gentlemen, because that's what we do. So make sure you bring it on back after some words from some kind friends. Thanks to our friends at SportsGrid and Zumo TV. Coming right back after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. All right, Pro Football Rewind giving you everything. And I got to tell you, man, Davis, those sound like some pretty good deals, my friend. They do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, those sound like those sound like A-plus deals, man. A-plus deals. Yes, sir. I see because I'm a social studies teacher by day and a superhero by night. So there you go. Okay, Davis, uh, let's talk about some more pickups here. Anything from the 4 o'clock games that has really jumped out of you that you haven't given us already? Well... I, if Matt Breida got dropped in your league due to his injury, uh, I, I will say after watching this San Francisco game, it does kind of seem like he is the straw that stirs the drink because against the Arizona Cardinals, they were not able to run at all. Mostert looked bad. Coleman was, I mean, there were people who were so excited to start Coleman, so excited to use him in DFS. 12 carries, 14 yards, 1.2 yards per carry, 2.2 yards per carry for Mostert. Jeff Wilson scored a touchdown in this game. Uh, I believe it was his first target of the season. 25-yard touchdown reception. Uh, they, in fact, the, uh, the the offense missed Matt Breida so much that Kyle Juszczyk, the fullback, had seven targets out of the passing game. Uh, so if Matt Breida got dropped in your league, I think he is uh, a super strong add. Hunter Renfro is another guy who is probably going to be making it into my waiver wire column that uh, that I write on Mondays on rotoexperts.com. Uh, he was targeted six times in this game. That was second most on the team behind only Darren Waller, five for 66. He, he basically is just going to do that every game. You know, five for 50, three for 30, four for 40. That is going to be the Hunter Renfro line. And, uh, you know, in a lot of leagues, that kind of stat line is useful. So, uh, you know, I definitely think that's interesting. And then uh, if you are a Josh Jacobs owner, DeAndre Washington probably is a handcuff you'd like to have towards the end of the playoffs, uh, just because obviously if uh, if he gets injured, you are going to really not enjoy your life without Josh Jacobs if you do not have DeAndre Washington. (laughs) 
It's all about enjoying life, isn't it? And winning in fantasy sports certainly helps you do that. Uh, Davis, you often mention to those watching and listening, you know, where they can find you for the first time viewer. Where can they find more of Davis Maddock? So all of my season-long fantasy football content is on rotoexperts.com. If you just search rotoexperts.com or rotoexperts on Google, it'll pop right up. All of my daily fantasy content is on dailyroto.com. You can search my name on iTunes, and you can find my two podcasts, uh, the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast and the Takecast, which is, uh, you know, sometimes sports, sometimes pop culture, sometimes pro athletes like Brian Hill come on. Kind of wish that uh, I could get Brian Hill on the show again after that performance he put on against the uh, the Panthers today. But yeah, that is where all of my content can be found. Can you tell me a little bit more about the Sports Grid football podcast? Yeah, that is a daily fantasy football podcast that uh, comes out uh, Monday through Friday, uh, very late on uh, on uh, Sunday nights, actually, is when uh, our recap show comes out. Uh, then the Tuesday show is the roster management show. So that's where I, I run through the waiver wire streaming options for the upcoming week. The Wednesday show is the uh, GPP preview show where uh, me and uh, a guest we go through. We look at the upcoming DFS slate and kind of talk about it from a high level. The the Thursday show is the uh, the much more serious game by game preview show done with uh, Drew Dinkmeyer, and then the Friday show is my gambling pick show where I have a guest come on and uh, we pick our five favorite games against the spread for the week. There you go. The the roster management one is is really a great one, at least in my opinion for, for what I'm interested in, but all the stuff you do is, is really fantastic. And I have to say, and I'm not just, listen, if we never see each other ever again in the time that we've been doing this show, you've solidified yourself as one of the top analysts in the industry. And there are so many places that people can go for information, but when you find something that works and you want to surround yourself with a winner, I I think that's what you and everyone at, at your site, that's what you guys are really just striving to do. Correct. We kind of talked about it in the beginning, but maybe put a little button on it for me. Yeah, I mean, that is why I love to do this job. I mean, obviously, I love football. We we get on this show. We talk about the games that just happened for two hours, and it, it feels like five minutes has passed. So, so I this is my passion. You know, I do love football. I love, you know, I love my sports investments. I love playing fantasy sports. You know, it just the whole, the whole, I love, you know, game theory, all of this stuff is really interesting to me. Uh, learning how to, you know, create great projections from uh, Michael Leone, Andrew Dinkmeyer on Roto Experts has been really awesome for me as well. And, and, you know, being able to help people when I, you know, was growing up, when I went to college, you know, I kind of thought that I wanted to be a teacher. Uh, And of course, as you know, there is not always a a great amount of money in teaching. So uh, being able to do something kind of like teaching, kind of like education uh, with a little bit more financial reward has, of course, been, uh, you know, a great outcome for me. It's interesting. It's it's the new way that people are learning. And, and you are an educator. You are a teacher because you are giving information. And yes, you're getting paid or winning copious amounts of money. So why not? Uh, talk to me about some options here. Uh, a quarterback keeps coming up on social media. A lot of people are split 50-50 here. What are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers rest of season? Aaron Rodgers probably he's a back end quarterback one for the rest of the season. He's been very matchup reliant this year. So in tough matchups like against the Bears, he's been more like 250 yards and a touchdown in cakewalk matchups like the Oakland Raiders. You know, of course, he had the five touchdown, 400 passing yard performance. And that's kind of what Aaron Rodgers is at this stage of his career. It's kind of funny, but how guys look. Uh, how they play affects how you think of them. And Rogers still moves pretty accurately, you know, moves pretty mobile and he doesn't get injured kind of as he, you know, he used to miss two or three games a year with random injuries that hasn't happened to him for a couple seasons now, but people kind of forget that Aaron Rodgers is older. Right. Aaron Rodgers is 36 years old. You know, we think of, you know, Drew Brees. Oh, that guy's old. Philip Rivers, that guy's old. Well, Aaron Rodgers is actually not that much younger than those guys. And so for me, he, he, he still has a very similar talent level. He, and of course, he has the mental acuity that he had that actually is one of probably his biggest skill sets. But he just doesn't quite have the same arm strength. He's not able to drive off that back foot as hard as he was when he was younger. So, you know, you know, I think he's behind guys like, of course, Lamar Mahomes. Dak, Josh Allen, like these other guys, they're, they're just a little bit better for fantasy than he is these days. 
All right, keeping with quarterbacks and social media, this comes from Stymies369, says that Jimmy Garoppolo is on his waiver wire. Should he pick him up? And I just went and looked, and Jimmy Garoppolo's like over 80% owned. I think that depending on who his other quarterbacks would be, you think Garoppolo's a guy that can help people rest of season? Yeah, I mean, so as we mentioned, the 49ers run game has been brutal and uh, the way that the 49ers have dealt with that brutal run game the last two weeks because they've just been giving Tevin Coleman too many touches and not enough touches to Matt Breida, who is the superior runner, has been to throw the ball. And they have talented pass catchers, Debo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Kendrick Bourne. Maybe maybe talented is not the right word for guys like James and Bourne. You know, they're, they're fine, but they are very fast. The 49ers offense is very fast in their pass catchers and uh jimmy i think is a really accurate thrower i think he's kind of in that same vein of uh you know mitch trubisky jared goff where he needs to be in a really good and structured environment to take advantage of the things that he is skilled at and he has found a great environment obviously kyle shanahan knows how jimmy g plays and knows how to design the offense to his strengths so yeah jimmy is a decent ad and uh you know actually what i would try and do if uh if you could get jimmy this week and uh, you know there's a a team in your league that has Dak they have Lamar they have Jameis Winston they have Josh Allen they have Kyler Murray is I would try and do a a two-for-one trade where you pick up Jimmy and maybe you have the Kyler Murray owners maybe they have uh, Ezekiel Elliott and you have Tony Pollard maybe you try and do the two-for-one where you give them the handcuff you get Kyler Murray you get the better quarterback and because it's a quarterback you know people they, they don't value them that much you know kind of basically other than Lamar so you upgrade a quarterback for for a very low and reasonable cost and it's interesting because you're saying how a lot of people the value of quarterback can be negligible depending on the owner and while i was looking at garoppolo it kind of popped up the next two questions for me is that baker mayfield 54 percent owned in this particular league that i'm looking at uh do you think that baker has any value moving forward rest of season not so much as a qb1 but i mean you'd roster him or no Oh, definitely. You know, if I was having QB troubles, if I had Kyle Allen or, or you know, just someone that I, I Philip Rivers even. So this is who Baker Mayfield gets to play over the next four weeks. The Cleveland Browns or uh, the, the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> He will play with himself, Dolphins. I am sure. Right. Yeah, then he gets to play. He gets to play the Miami Dolphins, then a game uh, against the Steelers where he just performed really well. Then he gets the Bengals. Then he gets the Cardinals. Uh, now, in week 16, in the Fantasy Football Championship week, he does play uh, the Ravens, so you're not going to want to play him that week. But for the next four weeks, I mean, you can get away with Baker as your starting quarterback pretty easily in most leagues, I would think. All right, now here's the last one that jumps out of me. Take 45 seconds. Uh, he's 38% on. It's Jacoby Brissett. Can someone win with Jacoby Brissett on their roster? Well, I, I really hope so because Jacoby Brissett is one of our three quarterbacks in the FFPC uh, main event team that we have that is likely going to be making the championship round. And uh, part of that success has been, you know, we have Kirk Cousins and we have Jacoby Brissett. And uh, we are actually really counting on Jacoby Brissett in the playoffs. And one thing that Brissett has not done this year is ran. And we know that he can. He ran at NC State. He ran when he started in 2017. And uh, uh, I think maybe with Marlon Mack out, we see a little bit more of that rushing upside. Yep, and that is the tease, because when we come back, we're going to talk about running backs that may be low-owned in your leagues that can help you moving forward. We're looking at rest of season now. Here on the Pro Football Rewind, we have the expert Davis Maddock. I'm Matt Stryker. All we need is you, so make sure you come on back after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back into the studio. This is the Pro Football Rewind. I'm Matt Stryker. He's Davis Maddock. We're helping you go forward in reverse, analyzing everything that happened this week in the league and applying it to all of your fantasy football needs, whether it be season-long DFS or your sports investments. A question from social media has spawned a true treasure trove, a, a deep dive into some of the percentile-owned running backs now. We just did quarterbacks. And honestly, Davis, outside of the guys that we've, we've spoken about on this show, there really isn't a lot. Maybe, maybe a Raheem Mostert, or depending if maybe Henderson in L.A. can get some touches, I mean, running back, really, you have to be really, really sneaky here. Yeah, the only, uh, you know, premier running back ad I see this week is going to be Jonathan Williams and Naheem Hines for the Colts. Now, uh, Williams is probably more likely to get, you know, goal line work or early down work if Marlon Mack is forced to miss significant time with his hand injury. Of course, we've seen running backs uh, with hand injuries come back pretty quickly. You know, we, we basically we've seen them miss, uh, you know, a very short period of time and, and play with the club on their hands uh, as it's called where they basically just play with their their left hand wrapped up in a huge uh you know a claw basically it's just just a big hard cast however that basically means mac would not be able to play any passing downs and naheem hines is very good at playing passing down so if naheem hines or jonathan williams are out there in your league for the colts those two you know are very strong running back ads All right, so now I'm starting to look at wide receivers, and in this particular league, Sammy Watkins is 82% owned. He's sitting on the waiver wire. Um, There's a lot to do here with wide receivers, and everything we've talked about on the show should dictate where people can move and pick and choose. Yeah, there there's always uh, wide receivers out there to play on the waiver wire. So Raynal Cobb would be an example of a guy who, you know, he's probably under 15 percent owned in most leagues. And he would definitely be an ad for me. Uh, Amari Cooper had to spend some time on the sideline in this game. He's kind of been fighting this lower body injury all season long, had an MRI last week. Now, it doesn't mean that he's hurt, doesn't mean that he's out. It just means that you know, he's not at full health. And that means that Randall Cobb is going to get some extra snaps. So Randall Cobb, definitely a guy who is worth adding. Um, I think that if Robbie Anderson or Jamison Crowder was dropped over this period where the Jets have played so poorly on offense, I definitely think that both of those guys with Sam Darnold playing a little bit better are are kind of worth looks. Uh, Scotty Miller as the third wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He played more than I expected in this game and was targeted 
targeted a little bit more than I expected in this game. They basically have moved on from Brashad Perryman as their third wide receiver, and they've also moved on from O.J. Howard as their starting tight end, which moves open some more playing time for guys uh, like Miller. Uh, also for the Minnesota Vikings, Ola B.C. Johnson was targeted a little bit more in this game than uh, I had projected. So the Vikings were forced into a much uh, heavier, uh, basically basically just a, a much heavier passing game script than they wanted. And uh, Ola B.C. Johnson was targeted nine times, had six receptions for 35 yards. Now uh, that he actually had more targets than Steph Diggs in this game, even though Diggs had the better production. But that's a name that I think would not be on the forefront for a lot of people that I think uh, could actually plug dividends the next few weeks as Adam Thielen works his way back from this hamstring injury. Yeah, and it's also at this point now, because there are so few, I like to look at rest of season who a team plays. And you brought up those Jet receivers, and I'm a Crowder owner in several leagues, and I see that they have Oakland next week, then Cincinnati and Miami, then Baltimore and Pittsburgh. So I think at least for a couple of weeks, I can get some value out of some Jet wide receivers. But do you advise people, and it's maybe an obvious question, start to look at who teams are playing down the line, start to know those secondaries and know those game scripts, or at least try to anticipate them? Yeah, I mean, especially if your team is set, you know, you know you're going to be in the fantasy playoffs. You know, uh, you know, kind of what your starting lineup is going to be weeks 13, 14, 15, 16. Uh, I definitely think you need to start thinking about uh, the fantasy football playoffs. They they are super important because uh, the, the schedules are really going to dictate how your teams play. So if you've been streaming quarterbacks, and I know there are going to be a lot of teams this year that have been streaming quarterbacks that make the playoffs because we've seen some pretty high profile quarterbacks quarterback bust this year, uh, I, I would definitely think you need to look, okay, who plays in week 14? What's going to be the right streaming quarterback then? Who plays in week 15? What's going to be the right streaming quarterback then? Who plays in week 16? Uh, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, I think the same is true for defenses. The same is true for kickers. And also, you know, I think it's helpful for, for start sit stuff to start planning things out. So, okay, like Austin Eckler, for example, this week, week 11 against the Chiefs, he's going to be a really good play uh, when the Chargers, you know, get the Raiders or whatever at home, that's going to be much more of a Melvin Gordon game. So you just need to start thinking things out, you know, a, a few steps down the road. Absolutely. And, and whether you're one of those owners that are trying to stream your way to a championship, or if you like what you have, and maybe you're streaming a different position, maybe you're streaming tight end, for instance. And I want you to explain this to me because it's an anomaly in this league. Greg Olson, 91% owned. He's on the waiver wire. And then uh, Darren Fells is 56% owned. He's there too. The, the tight end position here, Jack Doyle, 43% owned is available. Noah Font, 28%. Boy Hollister's there at 27%. There are options here at the tight end, and that can make or break someone's season. It can. And uh, the name that I would give all of our listeners on at tight end, if you're looking to, you know, maybe stop streaming and you just want to get a guy who can maybe start for you for the rest of the year. Noah Font, he saw 30 percent of Denver's uh, passing targets in this game against Minnesota, almost scored a touchdown, kind of basically had it slip out of his hands and then was the first read on another touchdown play that ended up being targeted to Cortland Sutton a little bit later. Uh, basically, though, I would say that uh, Noah font if you could add him right now you don't need to worry about tight end until the year is over all right so now i want to get into something that we don't often talk about on this program and it's about defenses now i know some people subscribe to the school of streaming defenses other people carry two defenses others just stick with their you know whomever they pick or whatever so what are your thoughts as far as defense goes rest of season how do you approach it yeah, I mean, I am a big streaming defenses guy. I would say if you have the New England Patriots, uh, you know, maybe if you have like the Bears defense, uh, the Steelers defense, I know that they were not good uh, Thursday night against the Cleveland Browns, but they have a great schedule the rest of the way. I think if you have like, so, you know, one of these really elite defenses, you can kind of just write it out and save the roster spot. But I do think streaming defenses, you know, just trying to get home defenses that are going to face a ton of passing attempts is really the right way to approach the defensive spot in your lineup. Who would you say is the best defense in the league right now? Best defense in the league, I think, is probably the Pittsburgh Steelers, is the, is the best defensive unit overall. I think that the... Patriots have gotten the best results thus far, but I think in games where uh, 
well, you know, no, I, I walk that back. San Francisco is the best defense. I know that the the Arizona Cardinals have kind of kind of put the sword to them, but uh, the, the 49ers have the best overall defense, I think. All right, there you go. You gave us three top defenses, so flip it over and give us three the worst defenses in the league. Uh, Cincinnati, they are horrible. They they can't defend the pass against anyone. You know, Derek Carr, if they would have wanted to, Derek Carr could have had 300 yards passing in this game. They just did not. Uh, they didn't really attack that hard. Miami, I, I think they are, you know, kind of almost historically bad in terms of uh, being a pass defense. You know, just pretty much giving up 300 yards and two touchdowns to every quarterback that faces them. And, uh, of course, you knew it was coming because I got to get in my plug even when they're on a bye. The New York football giants, they uh, they are a paper mache pass defense. I, I think they are horrible. <laughs> the New York football giants are paper mache, paper tiger, paper mache. So they have the Bears next weekend. So you're going to maybe, if you were forced, would you play some Bears against them in, in a DFS scenario? Mm, I would play Allen Robinson some against them. You know, maybe Gabriel, maybe Patterson, if they're like use the the absolute stone minimum, or maybe if that was a uh, you know I, I don't know if that's Sunday night or whatever. But if that was a a showdown slate, I I would definitely be pretty interested in uh, some of those Bears wide receivers in that format. All right, and on the other side, do you think Slayton has any plays against the Bears for the Giants? Feels pretty thin because I think Evan Ingram is going to be back for this game right. for the Giants. And uh, a lot of these targets that Slayton has been getting the last few weeks have just kind of been the Evan Ingram slot in targets. All right. Fair enough. So now we've pretty much dissected every single ounce of today. We've looked at it from a waiver wire perspective. We looked at it from a sports investment perspective, DFS, rest of season streaming. So now, Kind of to borrow a line from my friend John L. at MLB Moving Averages, let's go from the microscope to the telescope. Let's take a step back, Davis, and tell me what has this this week in its entirety told you about where you're going moving forward and what we've seen in the season so far? So... The biggest thing is that um, elite quarterbacks are just such a chess piece. If, and if you look at some of the results today, uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, dunking on the Houston Texans, Dak Prescott dunking on the uh, Detroit Lions. I, I think that somehow we all kind of accept that quarterbacks are the most important players, that they impact so much of the game. But then we let things happen like, oh, Christian McCaffrey is the MVP or, or whatever. And then, you know, of course, uh, Christian McCaffrey has this great game and his team loses by by 20 points and and I think that we let a lot of the minutiae you know as we're saying the microscope we let a lot of it kind of clear or kind of cloud our minds when when really the quarterbacks just dictate you know so much of what happens on every single play every single drive every single possession that those are really the stat the states of teams you know the quarterback is basically equivalent to how good is this team yeah, and we really have learned a lot of things. I mean, you said that Kyle Allen may not be as good as some people say. You even named names, which will get you banned from Hop Singh if you get that good for you. But also, a guy like Sam Darnold now emerges here. But when you look at his schedule, like we've said, there may not be too many opportunities. But if you can catch him in the right lineup, he could make you some money, too. Yeah, I mean, Sam Darnold is a guy I want to believe in. I thought he played pretty well at USC. I thought he definitely had some moments as a rookie. It was actually so impressive to me that uh, his very first NFL possession pick six, and then he came back and won that game and covered outright against the Detroit Lions. I, I will never forget, you know, that Monday night game and how impressive that was. So I think I think Darnold has a lot of the mental qualities of a good quarterback. I also think that, you know, he does make some pretty poor decisions with ball placement. But yeah, Darnold is a guy long term. I like I'm more optimistic long term in Sam Darnold than I am with Daniel Jones, for example. All right, fair enough. So let me ask you this. Rest of season and considering their weapons, Kyle Allen or Sam Darnold? Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen gets to pitch the ball to Christian McCaffrey. He gets to run trick plays with Curtis Samuel. He has maybe the best uh, you know, crossing route wide receiver in the NFL and DJ Moore. And then when all of that breaks down, he gets to throw to Hall of Fame tight end Greg Olson. So to me, it, it's definitely Kyle Allen, but uh, it's definitely because of his weapons and not because of his individual skills. 
All right, 30 seconds, rest of season. Sam Darnold or Jacoby Brissett? Jacoby Brissett. He he has a little bit of rushing upside that I think he has not explored yet. And, uh, you know, he also has been one of the most consistent touchdown scorers at the quarterback position when healthy. So I, I think the takeaway here is to not be fooled by the anomaly. Yeah, Darnold threw up four touchdowns, but from here on in, there still are better options. And that's what we want to bring you here in the Pro Football Rewind. Your best options. And your best option is to come on back because Davis Maddock isn't done. Neither am I. Come on back after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, welcome back to the Pro Football Rewind. You want the edge, you get on the grid. Make sure you follow us on YouTube and Instagram at Sports Grid. So much has been given to you. We have unpacked a full two hours of week 11. We can now focus on week 12. Davis, any final thoughts, parting shots, if you will? You know, this was, uh, this was, I think, a pretty great day of football. We got some really exciting games. We got some great fantasy performances. And, uh, you know, I think despite uh, about half the league being generally non-competitive, there are some great teams, and I am super excited for the playoffs this year. It's been a long time since I've been excited about the playoffs, but, you know, the Patriots seem vulnerable. The Rams are just boring now. There, there seems like maybe we're going to get some new teams in the Super Bowl this year. I think an excited and passionate Davis Maddock is a dangerous Davis Maddock for everyone else in the industry. Just tonight alone, we have spoken of the following players. From Dallas, Davis has spoken about Jarwin at the tight end position. Give me 15 seconds on why. So... Just Dallas is trending a little bit younger at offense. They're playing Pollard a little bit more. They're playing Jarwin a little bit more. And, uh, you know, Jarwin with seven targets a game, that's a good player for fantasy. 
Absolutely. You mentioned Pollard and Cobb as well. Uh, in Indianapolis's backfield, we're looking at Williams and Hines. You also have been singing the praises of Gus Edwards. John Brown is another name that we have highlighted tonight. We've talked about uh, Jacoby Brissett. We've also talked about Higby over in Los Angeles. Give me 20 seconds there. Well, things are not going great in this Sunday night football game for Mr. Tyler Higby, but theoretically he should be getting a lot of playing time because Gerald Everett has been injured and barely unable to play, you know, not a full go. So perhaps this is not the game for uh, for Tyler Higby, but perhaps it is coming soon in a game where the Patriots might or where the Rams rather are going to have to throw a little bit more. The Bears are just not testing their offense at all. All right. And real quick, two tight ends, Hollister and Font, your thoughts go. Yeah, Font uh, leading the uh, leading the Broncos in targets since uh, Emmanuel Sanders was traded. He's the top tight end ad for me this week. All right, fair enough. He is Davis Maddock. I'm Matt Stryker. Remember something. If you're not watching the show, you're not hearing me, but someone else is. Never forget, Rob Gronkowski is still owned in 6% of Yahoo leagues. Some of those owners might be in your league. Make sure you check out the Pro Football Rewind. Good luck. Be safe. Have fun. Good night, everybody. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.